Since the dawn of time, mankind has searched for ways to shelter themselves from the elements. Over the centuries, these shelters have evolved from bamboo huts to concrete towers. The last few years, there's been a push to save the planet. Are you ready to embark on a more sustainable lifestyle? Look no further. You're about to enter the adventures of container home living. And now, contractor, radio and TV personality, and your host for Boxcar Universe, Steve Dubell. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, host of Boxcar Universe, along with my co-host, Mel Alba. And here's what's coming up on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe. Brandon Carrero of Carrero Mortgage will be here with us. You know, buying a container home and having problems finding a mortgage company, well, we have your solution here today. Brandon will answer all your questions. And also with us, Terea Shepard from Tailored Container Homes. If you are interested in building something custom, and as she says, spice up your space, Terea has the answer, custom designed and built for you. All that and more on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe, your home for containers, sustainable lifestyle living. And uh, I want to welcome everybody to Boxcar Universe. And uh, Mel and I are here. We're going to have a great show. And uh, Mel, just off of um, her latest trip to uh, LAS, yeah. <laughs> as they say, Las as Vegas. the airline people say. Yes. But, uh, so, you know, you know, one thing I was interested in, you know, when you were going up there, um, you know, being that it's Christmas time, how's the tra how's the air traffic? Is the airports pretty crowded? I mean, I think going to Vegas, it's always a little packed in there. Um, I think they're really back to full capacity, but it didn't help that we were there during this radio, uh, rodeo convention that was going on. And boy, I, I, we, we got to see a lot of cowboy hats, boots and fringe and rhinestones. And oh my goodness <laughs> gracious. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Um, but no, it was pretty interesting, but, uh, no, we, we did. We went to see the U2 concert, um, at the, the new sphere that they've got out there. And that was, uh, really interesting. It's, it must be a marvel of engineering. Honestly, it really is. Yeah, it's really unbelievable. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, we're going to be up there uh, next year, early next year for the buyers convention up there. And um, they believe they they got smart this year. They made it in February. So it's not colliding with all the other shows that are up there. I mean, that was just pure madness. Do you mean the Builders Convention? The Builders Show. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, the Builders okay. Convention. Yeah, it's just, yeah, t this year was just utter madness. But, uh, you know, one of the things that we want to talk about, people, you know, are getting ready to think about 2024 and, you know, they want to, as we all say, you know, we always make resolutions or plans for 2024. But, you know, when you think about it, when we were talking about this morning with some of my um, uh, solar associates about, you know, planning for the, the, the hot weather coming this year, but also you want to start planning about your your finances and what you'd like to do next year and thinking of getting a container home and using it not just for your your family or your when your in-laws come to visit but also for you know um for uh your financing for revenue 
for in, making an investment property. So you can, and, I, and a lot of people are making them BRBOs. So these are things that you've got to plan for. And, you know, container homes take about, you know, 90 days to, to once you, once they start building before they can deliver it to your property. But, you know, as we try and do here on the show, we try and incorporate the nuts and bolts of what it takes to get a container home. And that includes getting a mortgage for a container home. And, um, as we announced earlier, we have the pleasure of having Brandon Carrero from Carrero Mortgage on with us. Um, he is the foremost residential mortgage loan originator that specializes in container home mortgages, trusted by homeowners all across this USA. And it's worth noting that Brandon Carrero is an equal opportunity lender and his NMLS ID number is 314143. And uh, we'd like to welcome to the show right now, Brandon Carrera. Brandon, thank you for joining us today on Boxcar Universe. Well, thank you, Boxcar, for having me. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Mel. And I'm excited to be here today. I'm sure it's going to be an awesome and amazing time we'll be spending together. Oh, well, thank you. You know, Thanks, uh, one of the things that we've had, you know, when people uh, are interested in in getting homes you know, they, they have certain challenges. They have, you know, they have to look for, you know, they, they, it's like a kid going to a candy store. You know, I want this, I want this, but then, you know, wh what does it take to get it? Well, it takes money. Well, what does it take to get, you know, a container home? You need land and you need a company like ours that we can actually build a container home. But then on the other hand too, you need a mortgage. The mortgage is, is a strategic part of getting a container home. And, you know, over the last few years, you know, mortgages for container homes have been very, very difficult to get to. But you've kind of like made it uh, a little more simple for our, uh, for the population. So tell us a little bit about you and the process and your company. All right. So thank you for that. So I was introduced to container homes as a solution to affordability. That's how I got involved. You know, as a mortgage loan originator at, hot, at heart, I sat across the table many people who desired to become homeowners that just simply couldn't. And the reason why, because there was no inventory for them. So then I went on this personal journey to, to discover what perhaps is the best way to bring affordability into the market. And I uh, went about it and container homes were introduced to me. and. I'm a, I'm a convert, as they say, <laughs> so okay. I believe in it. Um, I enjoy it. And having had that experience and seeing homeowners actually realize the dream of container home ownership, it's been an amazing and awesome time. And um, I'm excited to lead that, uh, lead that effort. Yeah, I mean, that, that, is, that is really special because people are going to really need some someone and someone that they can trust and obviously you've you've specialized in this so i think it's it's important for our listeners because we have people listening to us all across not just the united states but you know all over the internet all over the world so uh being able to bring this forward to to you uh, to the listeners uh with your company i think is one great thing for for everybody that's interested in getting a container home because um not everybody has, you know, money to afford 
and put down and buy it in a you know outright in cash. That's right. And so our approach was okay. To your point on the cash, you know, how do we merge the the traditional world of finance with container home ownership? Recognizing if again going back to affordability, how do we make it actionable to get into your home? So the mortgage product we use is called a one-time close. So whereby, what does that mean? We bundle the land purchase with the construction mortgage all in one package. So therefore, we qualify our buyers, our home buyers, our future homeowners to qualify for that one-time close. So that way we can then, so that way they can accomplish the purchase of the land with the mortgage. So we don't do, we try not to do two separate transactions, although that is another way. We often try to bundle it together so that way the construction money is there when the when the land is there. So you can start when day one with your general contractor and and kick off and get it constructed. So that would now if somebody's looking for land and mm-hmm. at the same time too, you know, like say for instance, we get contacted and they would like us to you know supply them and build them a container home. Would you recommend that? we put these three phases together because obviously the people are going to be finding the land and, you know, we could start designing a container, but the other time is that they, you need to know that they're pre-qualified first before they, we could even move forward with a container build or land. Correct. So great question. And I want to, so I think the best strategy is actually to take a collaborative approach, a collaborative, collaborative approach, meaning, with your financial financial arm, i.e., a company like myself, your 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 container builder or developer, your general contractor, whomever the parties that you want to bring to the table, and then once we collaborate on that, and then obviously possibly perhaps your realtor, or your real estate agent, because they're identifying sites for you. Once we have that, and then I think the importance of running in parallel is key, whereby. Everything, when you look at construction, it falls into a budget. So everyone, there's so many trades and so many individuals that have, that impact said budget that, um, for example, the land purchase, that's perhaps a hard cost, right? And then there's hard costs and soft costs, but I'll I'll leave that to the GCs to kind of go into that space. But for us from finance, we want to see what those costs are. So therefore, setting up a budget is key. Okay. So let's say you've got a budget in mind. Do I qualify for said budget? So therefore, that's where we come in and qualify you for that budget and pull off a correct mortgage product off the shelf that fits and suits your needs. And then we also work with the builder to get them approved on this product because experience is important when you're looking at building, right? Just like anything else, you want to rely upon experienced builders, developers, container home manufacturers. You want experience as a critical component in the financing process that we look for when we're working collaboratively with our homeowners, park uh, homeowners and stakeholders alike. So if there was a, uh, and let's just say there was an investor that wanted to build um, a container home community, say, could you help that investor with the financing on doing such a project? There's two approaches there. Uh, so the answer is yes and yes, but it depends on the approach. And what do I mean by that, right? Um, each investor has their own unique 
capacity. Not all investors are created equal, right? So some are starting to become investors. Other people are investors that are um, already far experienced, have capital resources, and they're, they're in a different league, hypothetically, right? So running the gamut, there's two approaches you could do. The first approach, if you're a startup investor, right, you can look into uh, doing, like I mentioned, qualifying and getting the one-time construction loan and developing, let's say, that site one by one. You can do that. Or if you wanted to do a master plan, master approved community, that's also actionable, but then that's a different qualification set for other individuals. So what I want to create is, or what I want to share with your listeners in their mind's eye is that not all borrowers are created, created equal. It's much like a fingerprint. Everyone has to stand on their own with their, and each transaction has to stand on their own merits. So therefore evaluating the entire scope of the project allows us to identify what is the best financial product for them or what is the best strategy to accomplish the end goal in your case in the investment side how do we get there and that how do we get to achieving that ground up construction and ultimately a CFO which stands for a certificate of occupancy and then having that investment now fruit for those investors yeah that that makes perfect sense obviously you have to stand on your own um, the reason I wanted to ask you that question is there are several different investors that Mel and I have spoken to over the last year or two that uh, are interested in doing some type of, you know, container community um, in different parts of the country. Um, other people that want to do, obviously, like we had started out with saying that they want to do single, single container homes. So, uh some want to be able to use them for nonprofit. So yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different avenues, like you had said that in different investors are coming from different directions. I mean, one investor that I know I had spoken to earlier this year, um, I guess he gets uh, government money and he's interested in doing something uh, like I had said in some type of community, not just here, but up in Las Vegas. So I think that's probably uh, would be a good client for you. Oh, absolutely. Would you not agree? Uh, I, I would agree, Steve. But but let's take a step back. That's the joy of container home ownership. What you just described is that a container can fit someone or suit someone at, a, at, a, at an income demographic that may need assistance. And then they could be super luxurious. And then we could do communities. That's the beauty of containers. So. You know, when you look at, you know, this box, right? Some people may say, yeah, people really have called the it eyes that. of what joy do you bring to it? What you, and that, that's why I think, and you can probably tell me better this more. That's what, what the joy is and the, and what people crave is to make their own in terms of home ownership. And really container homes provide that outlet for, you know, maximum affordability or to maximum luxury. And that's the beauty of this and and there's financial needs that can be addressed in both spaces. Um, I can share with you uh, a scenario in in South Miami where we, we financed a container home for an individual that was um, you know had needed public assistance to qualify or had to be a certain specific income. If we call it area median income, which is defined as AMI, this person had to had be specific had to have a specific AMI in order to qualify for that. Home. It was in partnership with the local association of realtors. It was a pilot program, and we were able to accomplish that. So I, I share that with you because 
you know, knowing how to do the affordable stuff and knowing how to do the luxurious stuff is all in-house for us and working with investors and, and doing that, that's also in-house with us. But I would submit to you that containers, I'm bullish in the sector, I'm bullish in what it can bring, I'm bullish for individuals. And I love, I mean, I have a gentleman calling me from Hawaii wanting to build in Florida because he absolutely loves it and, and, and support it. I find that people love this product. And that is an absolute joy. They're not bringing a cookie cutter subdivision. They're making they're making it their own. So that's exciting to me, Steve. Yeah, that's it, it is. And you know, Mel and I with we both have the philosophy of you know what whatever we do a homeowner not if it's just a container home or a regular stick built home that you know it should the home should reflect the homeowner's personality and lifestyle. I mean, wouldn't right. you agree, Mel? Absolutely. Um, I mean, what you said earlier is it can be single, you know, a container home. You can have a community. It can be luxurious. It can really be whatever you want it to be um, and what you can afford. And that's huge. I mean, right now, the the market prices for homes are just crazy. Um, but I have a couple of questions for you, and I don't know if uh, you were planning on answering this in the future, but it's kind of exciting to have you on the show. And I think this is the number one component of, you know, getting people into a container home is uh, most of the time they, they can't afford it because it's just been, you know, a cash product and you've got to be able to have that money to, to spend. What, how does somebody qualify to get a loan, um, to build a container? How does that work with you? So. Um, what we stand, we follow a standard. So thank you. Good question. Right. That's, I think that's what everybody wants to know with the, from the finance guy. On the right. show, yeah. Right? Just like what I, I realize it's different than a, a regular, you know, financing a regular home, but how, how does somebody go about doing that? And could you even help them, um, you know, maybe buy land or does that have to be a cash purchase? And I'm just asking, cause I'm sure there's lots of people out there that don't understand that and don't know, uh, what needs to be done. So. So I'm going to give away a secret on your show right here, right now. All right. We're ready for secret. You ready? It's just us. It's just us. Nobody's listening, right? Yeah. The secret is that it's a traditional mortgage. Folks, it's a conventional mortgage is what we're doing here. So what do I mean by that? It's a standard. We can do as low as 5% down, right? It's a standard loan. If you think about buying, because remember, container is steel. It's just a material. Steve, you said it best, you know, brick, stick, concrete, steel. I'm adding that in there. It's just a building material. So realistically speaking, the mortgages that we're providing are mortgages that are uh, in the traditional conventional market, whether you buy a stick, brick, or, or any kind of home, it's a steel home. So it's a regular. So you would qualify if you're going to do a full documentation loan, like you're going to walk into your bank. It's no different. You know, you get your ID, your 30-day check stubs, your 60-day bank statements, your last two years tax returns. And then we see, you know, and then we put it together, pull your credit and voila, we check what's called your debt to income ratio. If it qualifies for between a certain range, then we know how much you can afford. And that is the synthesized version of a pre-qualification. And we are able to do that. And then we can't, once we know your budget number, we haven't, we're able to bring that back to the container developer builder or contractor 
and we're going to say, hey, here's the budget. Susie Q's approved for X. Let's reverse engineer what we can build based on what we know in the local jurisdiction to be, whether it be land prices, whether it be you know, impact fees, whether it be what have you. You know, that's the budget. What kind of home? And then from that, from that, then I mean, as you imagine as an interior designer, from that, then you get the the exact home in the footprint, and then the customer knows what they can afford and build based on their price point. So hopefully that provides some color as to kind of the 80,000 feet look at how to get pre-approved and how to get this. Got it. So what about the land? Is that is that something that you can help this person with also? Yes. So the mortgage product we often select is a, it's called a one-time close and it's bundled with so the land. It's, if you think about it as an equation, right? Land plus construction money equals one-time close mortgage. Gotcha. So, so the mortgage that we are... Uh, that we're that we like to select is that because it has both bundled. There is a pathway where you can buy the land individual with a separate loan and then get another con- then get a construction loan. But we find that I find personally as a matter of personal preference, Brandon's opinion. So you know that's this is my opinion. I wouldn't want to buy a land that I didn't have construction money ready to build. So that's why I like to do the one-time close process. Well, gotcha. it, it kind of streamlines the process, really. Yeah, it actually makes me really thrilled to hear all of this because I can't tell you how many times we've had people ask us and it's not been easy to find someone. And I don't know, have have things changed, you know, over the past year where now they are offering the financing? Because it was hard to so, find somebody in the past. So what what was hard is to have individuals. So the reason why I specialize in this is because I've had to go into the guidelines. I've had to make arguments to big box lenders to say, hey, listen, this is just a traditional home, folks, and here's why, and list it out. So what you the and so what you have experienced is a knowledge gap, right? Okay. But the second part is that familiarity, right? You know, concerns for lenders are, is this a unicorn or is this really marketable? Is this really a trend? So the delay or the lag that you have seen in the past is lenders getting assimilated or acclimated to the idea that this is a home and that it has marketability, that it can be sold, that people will want to buy and sell this particular product. Keep in mind, that's how the real estate market works, right? Buy, sell real estate. So a lender wouldn't want to necessarily lend on a property that wasn't going to sell. They would have to hold it, you know, theoretically forever because usually homes are sold as part of our economic environment. So, you know, part of that, it was a little bit of letting, letting it flush out. Um, and so that has, I think uh, it's on the, it's on, it's more commonplace now. Um, and so therefore I think there's, the angst or the the resistance to lending on this type of construction has decreased. You know, I think I think you're you're right in that not only from a mortgage standpoint, but also from a municipality standpoint, talking about getting, you know, plan reviewers to look at a container home set of plans or even architects looking at something in that where they're like, you know, they haven't seen it before or rarely and they don't want to get involved in it because they're not that familiar with it, obviously. And so I, I can, I could see that progressing through, but now as time is progressing, as we are here at the end of 2023, I, I think all of those areas are becoming more acceptable to 
what the population wants to do and wants to build. So, but uh, we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back with Brandon and have some more information about upcoming trends and some other points of information that you need to know about. If you're planning on getting that container home, you're going to need a good company to get a mortgage from and get the financing. And, you know, I like Brandon's company is what Lee like to call a one-stop shop. So everybody hang tight. You are listening to Boxcar Universe. Mel Alva, your co-host of Boxcar Universe. With today's trends to live a more sustainable lifestyle, you definitely want to choose a container home builder you can trust. Tailored Container Homes can give you that peace of mind. Taria Shepard, the owner, along with her knowledgeable staff, can guide you through the process of achieving your dream, your own container home. From design to completion, satisfaction is guaranteed. Contact them today at www.tailoredcontainerhomes.com or call 380-900-7588. That's 380-900-7588. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Star Building Supply Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell from Ideal Home Improvement. The uncertainty of our economy is very troublesome. Interest rates are rising and inflation is high. The utility cost of energy is forever rising. The good thing is that we as homeowners can do something about our energy bill right now and in the future. Solar energy is literally the best investment you can make at this moment and the most likely to steady your finances through uncertain times. Think about this. If you could have locked down the cost of your energy bill 10 years ago, would you have done it? I think your answer would be yes. Think of the savings you could be enjoying right now as your neighbors who don't have solar are at the mercy of the utility companies. Let Ideal Home Improvement review your energy bill and see what a solar system on your home can do for your family and budget. Just give us a call at 602-332-6203 or email us at steve at idealhomeimprovementaz.com. Let me help you start saving today. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe. And um, God, you know, I wonder. You know, the train keeps coming down the track every show. I wonder, wonder if Santa's on one of those trains coming from the North Pole. What do you think, Mel? Very possible. <laughs> it's possible. Maybe he's got our presents on there. Colin, yes. you don't get any presents. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to say uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all our Boxcar Universe listeners. And uh, we are here with Brandon Carrero from Carrero Mortgage. And uh, we want to continue our discussion. And, you know, before the break, we had uh, mentioned some market trends. Where have you seen the trends um, come from 
when you when you started doing the container home mortgages till 2023? How has it changed? So what I have seen is certainly geographically, I'll, I'll answer this kind of hot spots. So I've seen uh, where, where we used to be contacted sporadically. We're getting calls every day now. Um, and, and two, three, four, five times a day. Hey, I've got a land. Hey, I've got this. I've got this scenario. So I'm certainly seeing the market uptick in interest uh, for financing. And so that means that there's more buyers wanting this product for all of the manufacturers, builders on, on our podcast here. There is demand out there for sure for this product that I can assess. I would tell you that the trends geographically, you're seeing more along the Southeast. Uh, Texas is an absolute hotbed for container homes. We get tons of calls out of Texas. Then you were seeing a ton, we're seeing a lot of calls out of Florida as well. Um, you know, and then we see sporadic through the, 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 the middle of the country, not too much on the West coast, even though the West coast is pretty busy. We just don't see that, uh, on our side for whatever reason, I, I can't speak to that trend, but I can certainly tell you that Texas is, in my opinion, from my oversight, where I see a hot spot for, uh, this type of activity right now. Well, it's cowboy country. That's right. <laughs> so Mel, Mel, you probably had a couple cowboys that you whenever you saw in the opening. I'm sure you saw a couple container uh, cowboy people there. Oh, it's yeah, very possible. Yeah. Very possible. <laughs> yeah, but but you know it 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 it's funny how those situations are. You know, and and I'm sure a lot of what you're seeing has to do with uh, trending. You know, uh, uh, financial trends of the country on where you know other parts of the country are maybe uh, seeking more affordable container or container homes or any kind of home really. And there's, and they're, they're going towards container homes. So I'm Absolutely. sure that I'm sure of that, you know, and with the people that were migrating from other cities up North uh, Florida, I mean, everybody, I mean, Lord knows everybody I went to high school with is living in Florida. Now they want to have a reunion in Florida instead of New York. I mean, I don't understand that, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's amazing. But, um, you know, tell us a little bit about some of the benefits and drawbacks and in, then in, in choosing a container home. So a lot of the, uh, you know, the benefits of, of obviously container, we've kind of touched uh, on the, um, on, on our podcast here is, you know, obviously affordability and everything like that. I think one of the major benefits, believe it or not, is sizing to your household and also the ability to add a, an accessory dwelling unit. You know, those are something that I love. I think that's a trend when, when we're on the trend segment on the prior segment here. I think that's a trend that's going to, is going to be really, really, I'm really bullish on that and having accessory dwelling units be part of the main dwelling. Uh, for those of the, you know, for those of you that don't know, a main house with another separate dwelling in the back to live, to rent, you know, grow old in, um, you know, I think you're going to see a, a couple multi generational homes start springing up on that trend. So I think the benefit of again going back to container homes is the modularity of it. Um, I think that's something. I think the downside, as you might imagine, is you know, the regulatory environment. Not all the planning and zoning departments have got, you know arrived here yet so you're still having depending upon you know the regulatory environment you have may have to educate still um but i think all in all you know we're we're light years where we were five years ago and we'll be light years in five years forward so i think we're 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 right where we need to be to really seek you know exponential growth in this industry and expansion exponential growth in home ownership as well as a result of that 
Yeah, and I I agree with you. Uh, and like I said, you know, the it's it's that step that uh, municipalities are seeing it because you get a lot of people interested. I know there's a gentleman I know in Central Phoenix has multiple properties and he's living on a home uh, in a home right now, a traditional home, but he wants to put an ADU on his other properties. And that's obviously something that uh, what we talked about earlier about building it, it at the container home, the container facility, and then getting, doing the site prep work there and then just come and set it in place hook up the utilities and, and it's away you go and it's usable. So I think that makes a lot of great sense for a lot of homeowners, because if we have to just go in there and pour a slab and do the infrastructure so that they have some kind of plumbing and electric, it's less hassle for them in their, in their, on their property instead of, you know, having building and, you know, trucks and cranes and stuff like this, this way it gets all built. The slabs done, a crane comes, lifts it off the truck and sets it in place. You hook it up and away you go. So, yeah, I agree with you that that, that is something that is definitely a, a, a trend. And I think for most homeowners, it's, uh, they don't have to go through all the construction because, you know, a lot of times when you build a home or even a smaller home or you are like one of these accessory drawing units, traditional construction is, is very stressful to certain homeowners. And they are like, you know, they're apprehensive about doing it. But if you could, you know, like Mel and I know, you know, when you go into somebody's home and you talk about their design and what they want and do all this, you know, sometimes they get, they get that angst where they, oh my God, I have to put up with all this stuff. But if you tell them I got to do just this, this, and we're going to come and set it in place, it's a lot easier for people just, you know, they, they, it's, they, they can accept it more. It's less stressful. So I, I think that is definitely a good, uh, a good thing to do. And, you know, uh, with the economy, the way it is, ADUs are, are like you say, are being very popular. I want to add some color, maybe invite Melon on this conversation, you know, because I think, you know, as the population, since we're on the ADU topic, you know, as the population ages, you know, the baby boomers, you know, they're going to want to age in place. They might need, you know, it's going to be the, the kids to take care of mom and dad. You know, I do see, a trend there whereby we invite mom and dad to be autonomous on our house and on our lot, if you will, but we're still taking care of them. You know, I think with the cost of healthcare rising, I do see that as a, an opportunity in the 55 and all and Mel, maybe you can talk to maybe possibly, you know, how the difficulties of possibly retrofitting versus getting an ADU. Maybe you got some color on that based on your experience, but I do believe that ADUs are a really big part of the solution of possibly aging in place and, and, and taking care of mom and dad when they get older. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it's nice because what we like to call it, Steve and Brandon, is uh, like a plug and play, right? So if you have the space on your property and you want to keep your parents or a, a, another family member, you know, with you, it's definitely easier. Um, you know, obviously there are additions that can be added to homes, you know, um, outside of, you know, container homes, but I'll tell you that um, it makes life a lot easier and you can also use them as VRBO rentals. And we get that a lot, you right. know, uh, people asking us all the time. 
Um, I've had some people inquire about, you know, the containers for offices, and this is a big one, especially during COVID and having to work from home. They just didn't have the space, but the container home is a, you know, or the container, whether you use it as a, a guest house or not, I mean, it, it works as a, a perfect spot for that. Yeah. Um, I th- yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's a, it's a very good point, but, uh, Brandon, tell us, tell us our, our listeners a little bit about maybe some tips you have for people looking into container home mortgages. Yeah. So tips, number one, I think, um, you know, one thing I would share with you is check your municipality, work with trusted individuals, as I mentioned before, the you know, container developers and, and resources. Um, I would share with you and get in financing, you know, work with someone who understands uh, your, what you would like to accomplish, you know, just like you have doc, I use this analogy all the time, just like you have, you know, a general practitioner, doctor, you have general practitioner loan officers, people that dedicate your, their space and time to a certain area, understand the unique needs. Not all loan officers are great at construction mortgages, you know, so understanding the, the, the intricacies of, of working with a builder, a contractor, developing a budget, doing all those things. So working with an, a loan officer, you know, it's a reason, it's not an unreasonable question to ask, hey, how much construction lending have you done in the past, right? Interview who's going to be getting the finance because you want to make sure that they understand this is the largest transaction you're going to probably do in your life in terms of building a home, you know, by dollars. So get the experience, get the representation you need, and then double that or couple that rather with, you know, getting a good insurance agent. A good insurance agent, you want to make sure that, you know, whatever we build is insurable, right? We as mortgage lenders want to have insurance. We need to have insurance against perils like a fire, wind, hazard, et cetera. So you're going to want to make sure that you also consult with your insurance agent, make sure it's insurable, tell them it's a modular, not manufactured, a modular home that you are constructing, um, and then let them guide you on what policies are available for you. And, and that, I would tell you, is just some key tips, I would say, um, amongst the many tips, but for the purposes of this this segment, I absolutely believe those are key critical tips to consider. You know, I think you're absolutely right. To uh, for pe- people, they just they need to do their due diligence, just like anything. You know, you whether it be you're looking for a a contractor to build a regular home, or if you go to you know, if you get to go buy a, you buy a car. You mean you know, I mean I'm going to ask Colin this question right here, Colin. If you were going to go out and buy a car, would you just go to any lot and just point to any car or would you do your due diligence and ask questions about which car is better for you, which is more better quality, more durable, more lastable, right? Wouldn't you, you you would ask those questions, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, he, he would. So like anything, be a smart person, ask for the questions. Don't just, you know, you, people sometimes they, they take people at their word, but you know, I'm sorry. There's a lot of people that tell you things that you want to hear and they're not really, well, shall we say the truth? Uh, let's be honest about it. So it doesn't hurt to do your due diligence and ask questions and ask, like we say, you know, ask for references, you know, have you built a container home before? Or have you designed a, a a home before? You know, what's your qualifications? I mean, 
All those things are important. And I'm sure, Brandon, you know that. People ask you questions when you got involved in this. But the longer that you've been doing it, the more you do, the more experience you have. Um, and I think people would feel very comfortable in contacting you and uh, doing that one-stop shop. No, we, we would love, we'd be honored to, to do that. Yeah, no, experience is key, you know, and, and at all levels, right, in life. I think that's an experience from, a, the, the, again, the general contractor, from the, from the developer, the builder, the manufacturer, everyone. Exper having experience, you know, that's, that's key because uh, you don't want people learning on your dime. Let me put it to you that way. Uh, it's true. Yeah, you know, that could be, and that could be hazardous, obviously. And then, um, but again, the insurance part about it too goes hand in hand with the construction so that this way, uh, you know, the insurance company feels comfortable with the company that they're working with. So it everything has to work hand in hand so that it becomes the, uh, a has a successful completion. But, what do you see in uh, in the way of the future outlook looking into 2024 and beyond so uh, 2024 and beyond on the on the outlook I, I believe because we have such a gap on affordability you know you know in the marketplace we have such a gap in terms of supply side demand and or excuse me supply side of new housing starts the demand is too great so I think, you know, if I'm looking at this from the macro level, there's enough space for all builders to build and still they couldn't meet the demand, whether you're building stick, brick or container. So I think I think the solution to housing, I think, as we're looking on the macroeconomic trend is builders build more units. Right. We need more affordable housing. We don't want to have people doomed to rent for life. You know, we all got to do our part and pitch in. That would be my advocacy for home ownership and for building. I would share with you again that containers are, in my opinion, the best mode of construction uh, because of what it what it prevents what it presents to the community uh, to for home ownership from affordability and to into to how you know the, the way it's constructed, et cetera, et cetera. But I would share with you that my goodness, you know the there's no better time to buy now, and I'll explain to you why. I have this conversation many times a week. Is that you know with the interest rates being high today. Some homeowners, some some buyers have come out of the market. Okay, which may bring again supply and demand may will bring prices down to a degree. Okay, when they start dropping the rates, more buyers come in. What happens? You have buyers who now prices start to go up. So I wouldn't focus in on timing it. I would focus in on getting on the ground, doing the due diligence, doing you know, getting the business plan together, getting it going, and get after it. Become a homeowner. That would be my pitch on the trend. Yeah, and I think it, again. Uh, those are good words to, to abide by because, you know, we're at this stage right now where, you know, builders don't want to just build for the sake of building. Certain people are not going to buy now because if they have a home that's maybe I talked to uh, someone the other day at Home Depot, you know, they have a two and a half percent mortgage rate. Well, they're not going to go sell their home if they can help it to go buy a new home and pay seven and seven and a half percent or whatever the current rate is right now. I think that's pretty close. So it's like, you know, all of that's tied together. And like you say, timing is everything. So if the rates go down, but they go, I think like the trend that we had before they started going up like several years ago, 
where they kept going down and down and down. And then finally, you know, the builders, you know, the, they can't sell them at the, at the higher rate. So therefore, you know, building material costs come down a little bit, then the price of homes come down. So it's all relative. I mean, you just have to do, have that right timing. But uh, Brandon, how could our listeners contact you and, and get started with their next project? Well, I appreciate that. And again, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Mel, for having me today. It's, it's amazing. So career, the best way to go is careeromortgage.com. I'm going to take this point of personal privilege and give a shout out to my team. Uh, on there, on the container, when you click on the link, you'll see Denise. She is our project manager. She handles um, a lot of the container questions, initial outreach, and she, she stays with our homeowners from start to finish as a certified project manager. And I want to elevate her on this podcast. She does an amazing and great job, certainly. And then through a partnership with American Bank Shares Mortgage, we're able to do lending in 27 states. So, you know, the, the career mortgage handles the construction, ground of construction, and then the American Bank Shares Mortgage does anything else that would encompass maybe refinances, cash outs, um, you know, anything else in 27 states. So we really have a pretty large footprint access to funding. So we're excited about that. So I, to answer your direct question, Steve, careermortgage.com. You fill out the application, leave my team and I will we'll, we'll, we'll get back with you. And uh, we're happy to, to work with you. That's the best way to do it. All right, Brandon, thank you so much. Uh, Mel and I are very appreciative of all this great, Im- great information, excuse me, that uh, you have brought to all our listeners. And it, I think it's going to be, uh, it, it was uh, one of the p- pieces of the puzzle that Mel and I have been wanting to put into place for all our listeners so that this way they can, they, they, if they need a source for information then we always try to be that source. And then, uh, we try and have all the answers and all the, the professionals that we could refer to them so that they can get all their issues and all their, their wants and desires taken care of. So, uh, we appreciate you and your company and your entire staff. Thank you. Thank no, you. my pleasure. And again, I'll just read it to some people might know not know how to spell Carrero. So it's www.carrero mortgage written out m-o-r-t-g-a-g-e.com. So thank you, Steve. Thank you, Mel. And to all, uh, you know, to all the universe, the boxcar universe, thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, Merry Christmas to y'all. All right, Merry Brandon, Christmas. thank you so much. Uh, we, we want to take a short break. When we come back, we want to speak with Taria Shepard. From Taylor Container Homes, she will be joining us, and uh, she has some great information. And if you're interested in taking maybe more than just a single container, but maybe some custom container builds, then you need to make sure that you don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Boxcar Universe. Alva with Alva Interiors and co-host of Boxcar Universe. As a professional interior designer with over 22 years experience, I'm excited to bring my knowledge to the Boxcar Universe show. As a full-service interior design studio, we see your designs from the conceptual phase through to the styling and furnishing of your home. At Alva Interiors, our team approaches every design project with a fashion-meets-design sense to execute timeless interiors style that makes a statement. You can find us on the web at alvainteriorsaz.com, 
on Facebook at Alva Interiors AZ and on Instagram at Alva Interiors. Hi, I'm Sean with Mr. Electric and I have a tip to help make your life better. One important reminder is to call a qualified electrician when you have frequent problems with blowing fuses or tripping circuit breakers. When a circuit breaker trips or a fuse blows, it's indicating that you have a problem with some other part of the circuit. If your breaker trips more than once, you should have a qualified electrician come out and take a look at it. Contrary to what may be acceptable, you really shouldn't try to continuously try to reset the breaker because there may be a problem somewhere else down the circuit and you could be causing a fire hazard. There could be a loose connection or some other form of problem on the circuit, and every time you reset the circuit breaker, it could be causing a spark at the other end. We recommend having a qualified electrician come out and check on the condition of the circuit, and make sure that the circuit does not have any problems, and it could just be a bad breaker also, but you definitely want to have a qualified electrician check that out. To have someone come out from our team may only take a portion of a day, but it could potentially save you a lot of money or your life. And that's just another way Mr. Electric has the power to make your life better. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe, and we are speaking with Taria Shepard from Tailored Container Homes in uh, the beautiful state of Ohio. Um, do you find people are, you know, when they come to you and they want to look for a container home, that they're doing some kind of, um, I don't want to say abstract structure, but something out of the ordinary? That is a great word. I like abstract. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the the young lady in uh, New Mexico, she wanted to do an A-frame. It looks like a triangle. She doesn't like the box look. So uh, that one we're going to make, uh, once we finish hers, uh, we're going to put, put the design on the website. So imagine uh, five shipping containers and then the outside of it is shaped like a triangle. It's completely for me. It's out of my ram. Like I don't love it. But the inside, it's going to be amazing. It's it's going to really pop. But the outside, I don't love it. But all as well. That's okay. You know, it's it, it everybody. What's that old saying that my mother used to say? To each his own. What'd you say, Mel? I said I was just going to say that. Uh, see that? I say I always say, great minds think alike. What can I tell you? Well, I have a question. On average, what's the cost? Okay, that's a great question. Uh, I would say we're in anywhere between 140 to 160 uh, square foot. So that really gives people the RAM. But at the same time, uh, you know, everyone has different tastes. And it's funny you say this, I'm sure, because you're an interior designer, both of you, and you do general contract. You know, when you talk about budgets, people have this budget. But then when you start picking the finishes out, it's like, where's this budget? Like I find for guys and we're doing a media room, oh, they don't have any budget for the kitchen. There's no money. And then all of a sudden, when you're talking about uh, the media room or the TV, they have this unlimited budget for these recliner chairs and the projector TV and the surround system. Like what happened? 
So it, it's exactly. been- yeah. I mean, that's just uh, it's just amazing how these things, uh, you know, the creative juices started flowing when people have say, "Well, I want to do this." Well, can you do this? You know, and a lot of things that people ask for sometimes you can't do. But again, if it's something that uh, they like and it can be done structurally, um, like you say, it could be, you know, I know you like my word abstract. Uh, It's something that's going to be um, definitely a conversation piece. Absolutely. And, you know, we can almost do anything. Money talks. (laughs) We can do anything. We can fly whoever we need to fly in. But uh, it's all on uh, with, I'm sure, you know, when you do custom homes with container homes, it's all on. uh, We start with the budget and then we try to get people design. And then we have uh, a portfolio lookout book that people can actually pick from our uh, fixtures that we already had negotiated pricing. And so uh, this year will be the First time we're not allowing people to go outside of our lookout book and most builders do this is because it's you know you only have so much time and when people are ordering something on amazon or wayfair or something they've seen online and this stuff never comes or discontinued or uh most of the time like with plumbing uh when you buy it on amazon or wayfair it's from china or another country that the plumbing doesn't line up with the the plumbing that's within the code of that state. And so a lot of people don't know that when you're looking at um, couplings and trying to connect these, like, wow, this is, this looks nice, but this is why it was on sale. That's right. <laughs> it doesn't, it, people don't realize that. So we've, uh, this year is the first year we limited, we have a lookout book uh, that we can send people and they can, they, we have like from what's included to a high end fixture and anything outside of that, we just tell people just get it once we deliver it, like just like a regular builder, because it really comes with uh, a lot of limitations when pe- when we're custom ordering things just from things we're unfamiliar with, especially when you're looking at timeline. Yeah, absolutely. So it's 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 really good to be able to have that and be, ha- be able to see the variety of the things that you can choose from. And I know Mel does that a lot with. Um, you know, having consultations with um, homeowners. So um, it's all part of, it's all part of, it's not just the building part. It's about the planning part. Now, do you that a lot with your clients that they, uh, when you're looking at budgets and then when you find if they had unlimited, like they could pick from anything uh, difficult getting certain items? Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you kind of go into a, uh, the project with having a wish list of things, you know, for instance, right now on one of my projects, um, it could just be simply, uh, they found a sink that they liked and, you know, Ferguson's here, uh, thought they could get it in and now it, it can't come in until, uh, December. And that's going to push everything. Cause if you don't have the sinks then you can't do the countertops and finish out a project. So, you know, you've got to find workarounds, but I don't disagree with you with the the whole Amazon thing, um, or, you know, or, or Wayfair. Uh, most of the time, the parts and pieces come missing. It's not exactly, you know, what you think you're getting. Um, or it might look pretty. And then a week later, if it's an off-brand, the finish of the faucet is completely worn off and now you're having to replace it. So it's just better to stick with... Um, you know, familiar brands and 
uh, it's safer that way. But yeah, I mean, you know, they also have budgets and they have these high expectations. I think Joe with Mythic Sound will tell you that. That's a, all the guys are excited about it. You know, Steve, when they go in and they want the big surround and all the speakers and then they start realizing, holy cow, this stuff really does cost a good amount of money. <laughs> reality sets um, in. Yeah, reality sets in. But, you know, I always say, too, I mean, we can do anything you want. It's just going to cost you money. That's it. You know, Uh, it only hurts for a minute, I suppose. That's right. (laughs) And then after that, you're okay. But uh, I cannot, I cannot tell you how many times I've run into that where the important part is like a theater room or their surround sound and they're not really thinking about the kitchen or, or, you know, could be something completely opposite. Right. Um, I have some clients at the men do all the cooking. And so it's, you know, a little different, but I feel you. Yeah, I hear you. Teria, tell our listeners how they can contact you. Awesome. So you can contact us. We have, uh, I don't want to say 24 hours, but let's say from uh, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., you can contact us at uh, 380-900-7588. That's 380-900-7588. Or feel free to email us at admin, that's A-D-M-I-N, at tailoredcontainerhomesisplural.com. And then you can always visit us on our website, www.tailoredcontainerhomes.com. That's great. Taria, thank you so much for your time today. It was really, really informative, and we look forward to having you back on the show and definitely want to see what that design looks like in New Mexico when you get it all finished. We will put the renderings up on the website maybe as soon as tomorrow. You can oh, see the good. the triangle. I'm not loving it, but the insides, she did let me uh, have free rain on the inside. So you still got the marble on the walls and the inside looks incredible. It's just the outside. I'm just like, wow, okay. a triangle house. <laughs> All righty. All right. Teria, thanks thank so you. much. Have a great day. Thank you. We want to make sure we thank all our listeners to listening to Boxcar Universe every week. And remember, we are your source for cutting-edge information on container homes and container pools. And, yes, we still are getting requests. People are still interested in container pools. So if you uh, want to get ready for the next pool season as we're coming out of this one, make sure you contact Mel or I, and we can help build your next dream container home. You could always email us at boxcarliving at gmail.com and at steve at boxcaruniverse.com. Boxcar Universe can be heard weekly on any podcast player. And always remember, let us containerize your lifestyle. Have a great week. You're a great American. I love you.